We all got skills. We have talents and we have passions. But mine, mine happens to be sex. <laughs> this is the Fun Sexual Podcast with your oversharing swinky best friend, Majesty. And I'm talking sex and all of the ways and all of the things that make sex, well, fun. Welcome back, babes. It's me, Majesty, your favorite fun sexual friend, the sexy sweetheart, the wholesome hoe, the cultivator of good vibes, the play party princess, the fistful of fun. How are y'all doing? How are you feeling? I know that there is a lot going on in the world right now. And I really hope that you are taking some time to take care of yourself. I am devoting, intentionally devoting time in these last couple months to just get myself together because I felt myself feeling like very depressed. I felt myself drifting into depression because of a couple different things. And... um yeah, I definitely didn't want to be in that space and in that place. So please take time right now, especially right now with all of the things that we are seeing happening in the news, all of the things that we are seeing happening just in the world in general, please take some time to like really love on yourself because it's 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 needed. Or, you know, even if it's not necessarily loving on yourself, just take some intentional time to make sure that you are that you are okay. You know, especially because you can't check on somebody else. You can't pour from an empty cup. So just wanted to start off by saying that. Um, I am feeling really good. I am still here in Mexico, as you can see, and I am loving it. Um, I really am very strongly considering potentially moving out here. I just don't know what that would look like with my job and the podcast and some of the other things that I want to do. I don't know, y'all. I really don't know. I don't know. And I don't want to be too impulsive with this decision because I feel like this is a very big decision and it's going to impact a lot of a lot of my life. Um, but I love it here. Like, it's just so much more peaceful here. The sun is shining. People are so nice. Even though I am black in a Latin country, I don't feel out of place. Um, not knowing the language is a little tough. You know what I'm saying? I actually have a friend with me here now. Um, she's spending the week with me. But, you know, not knowing the language can be a little tough, but it hasn't stopped me from getting the things that I need uh, for the most part. So I, I love it. I, I love it here. And and I know that you can get an apartment for like $600 or some shit. Like crazy. You can get like a two-bedroom apartment for like $600 out here I've seen. So, um, it might be happening. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make sure all the pieces fall into place when they're meant to fall into place. Also, excuse me if you hear some noises. Like I told y'all last week, there are cars, there are birds, there are dogs barking, there's a neighbor, and then my chair. You hear that? My chair squeaks a little bit. And then also Raisin has been humping this. So he has a, a stuffed animal that is a sloth, a sloth. Wow. It is a sloth named monkey. And so Raisin be humping sloth named monkey. And he be, it, it has like that paper noise. So if you hear that, I'm sorry, but that is my cat humping things, although he is fixed. Okay. That was a mouthful. So. There is 
a book that I have been reading. And that is going to be this week's Let Me Put Y'all On, okay? So this week, I'm going to put y'all on to a book called um, Pussy Prayers, Sacred and Central Rituals for Wild Women of Color. I have been reading this book since I got here, so for about a week and a half, and I'm not rushing through it. I'm not, you know, just trying to get through it. I'm as I find, I, 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 get down. As I find time and moments that are peaceful time and moments for me, I will, you know, pull out the book on my Kindle and I'll read. And it's been giving me everything that I need. Uh, something that y'all may have noticed over the last, I don't know, three, four months. Um, I've been talking about a lot about feminine energy and masculine energy and what that looks like and, and what it looks like to me and how it feels and what, you know, what, you know, I wish was different or things that I like to, to embrace and, and all of that stuff. And so I'm in a place now where I'm learning to, I'm learning, I used to want to be more feminine. I thought that something was wrong with me and that I needed to be more feminine and less masculine. And now I'm realizing that that's not it at all. Feminine and masculine energy exist in all of us. That's just what it is. Feminine and, and masculine energy exists in all of us. It doesn't mean that you are because you are a woman with more masculine energy. It does not mean that you are a man because you are a woman with or a man with more. Y'all hear it? He about to start humping. Because you are a man with more feminine energy does not mean that you are a woman. That means you just possess these qualities that lean towards masculine or lean towards feminine, right? I thought that. Once I realized that I had a lot of masculine energy, I thought that, you know, I needed to be more feminine, like something was wrong with me. No, I just need to learn how to utilize that to get the things that I want in life. That's it. I need to learn how to utilize, how to master both my masculine and my feminine energy. And so I really am enjoying this book because the feminine energy is where you know for our, where our women typically are i feel like i definitely have more masculine energy than than feminine energy for you know where women g generally are this is helping me get more in tune with my feminine energy it is helping me acknowledge the parts of myself that are feminine and how i can enhance those things or it's making me question the things, the parts of me that exude feminine energy and say, why does this exude feminine energy? What about this makes this feminine? And, you know, how can I do more of that? Or when is this appropriate? Or how can I enhance it? So I am, I am thoroughly enjoying this book. And it talks a lot about um, the power of the, of the vagina, the power that it possesses to be a woman. And uh, more to come on this book. I'm probably, I don't know... On the Kindle, I never really actually check how far along into a book I am, um, which is a difference from a physical book and a Kindle book. But uh, I would say I'm maybe a third of the way, a quarter of the way through the book. So it's still new. And y'all will be hearing it. And hopefully y'all will be seeing some some different things in me as I get through this book and work through this book. Because I'm really, I'm noticing certain things and I'm really excited to be putting this stuff into practice that, that they're talking about. Now... There are two things that are happening in the world right now. And when I say in the world, I'm talking about fucking social media. I really, so I don't watch the news. I am not someone who watches the news. Um, I used to watch the news every day before school, uh, when I was in high school. And I would be, I would get to school. And by the time I got to school, I would be so like 
angry and frustrated and irritated every day. Like, how are you irritated at 8.20 in the morning? And I couldn't, I didn't know why I was irritated. It's like, I didn't, I haven't spoken to anybody. I didn't have to speak to anybody in my house in the morning because nobody was awake. Um, like, I just didn't know why I would be irritated by the time I got to school in the morning. And then I realized that it was because I was watching the news every morning, like, while I was getting ready. And, and you know, I'm from Newark, New Jersey, and there was just always some shit going on when I was in high school. It was a lot of gangs, this, that, and the fifth. Car, this, that, and the fifth. Shooting, this, that, and the fifth. It was just, it was too fucking much, and that just doesn't resonate with my soul. And so, listening to that and watching that shit in the morning would just not... It wasn't good for me. And after that, I kind of just stopped watching the news. And then social media became super duper duper prevalent when I was in like college. And so if, you really, if something's going on in the world, Instagram is going to tell you. Twitter is going to tell you. I will find out. So I am not a huge news watcher. FYI. Is that a shocker to anybody? Probably the fuck not. Anyway, so things that are happening in the world. One that I'm really excited about, right? First thing. Rihanna being pregnant. That woman looks beautiful pregnant. I ain't gonna say it's because she's having a girl or having a boy and all that shit because we don't fucking know. She looks phenomenal pregnant. But beyond that, Rihanna maintaining some bit of hoochie while she's pregnant has been the highlight of this pregnancy for me. Let me tell y'all something, okay? I think when, when, when a woman gets pregnant, or when a, when, a, when a woman becomes a mother, right, we have this idea sometimes that she can no longer be sexy. Like, she's, she's a mother. She's, you know, the sexy, the sexy is gone. The sexy was there to attract, you know, somebody to want to marry you and to impregnate you. But once you're there, the sexy goes away. No. Rihanna was sexy before baby. Rihanna is sexy during baby, and Rihanna is going to be sexy after baby. And I want to see more of that in other women. I see women get pregnant, and they just want to bear T-shirts and stuff. And if that's what you want to do, that is totally fine. But I am happy that there is somebody showing us that it is okay to be sexy, to dress hoochie while pregnant. And so I am very excited to be a pregnant hoochie. When my time comes, I will definitely be hoochified fine as hell okay rihanna because you have motivated me i've always felt it in my mind but seeing it in place every time i'm like yes have that belly out with a crop top with a little bra with your have your belly out all winter long all summer long be on the island in the bathing suits with the dresses with the sheer and the mesh and shit like like i love that the body change with the baby that's not just for pictures that is that is fashion i i i am a stand i am y'all know that i'm a stand for people doing whatever the fuck they want to do regardless of societal norms. So this to me is a radical act. This is a radical act of I don't give a fuck. And I stand for it. I stand for it. So Rihanna, you doing your thing, mom. And we love to see it, okay? Pregnant hoochie loading. Anyway, now, there's something else happening in the world. There's, there's something else that is happening in the world, in the, in the, in the pop culture world. And this one, this is, for me, it's a little fucking irritating. It's a lot fucking irritating. Obviously, you can hear it in my voice. It's very fucking irritating, right? There are certain conversations that we have culturally. And they just keep coming up. 
at some point I get to a place and I've noticed this not even just socially I've noticed this even like at my job there are certain conversations that come up and they just keep coming up how many fucking times are we going to talk about the same fucking conversation over again right well this week that conversation was about body count I am so fucking over this body count conversation. And maybe that is because I've taken a stance and I'm not willing to move from that stance. Maybe it's because I am tired of people's negative ass, toxic ass, um, sex negative ass, toxic masculine ass, fucking pick me ass, comments and thoughts and and whatever i'm just i'm over it i'm over it and the fact that other people are not over it and the fact that people are continuing to have this fucking conversation it is mind blowing it is mind blowing like so basically lil dirk who is a rapper said something on a podcast um about how he liked his baby, his not his baby mom, I'm sorry, his girlfriend or his fiance. I don't know if they're dating. I don't know. So first of all, I don't know Little, little Dirk. I don't know him. Little Dirk. I don't know Little Dirk. I don't know his music. I don't know where he's from. I don't know what he stands for. I don't know his journey through his career. I've seen his face. I can recognize his face. I don't think I've heard a song by him. I'm not huge into rap. Um, but... So, like, I really don't know this man, and I don't know his background. I, I haven't watched him. I know nothing about the young man. I just saw this clip, and I was like, why are people talking about body count right now? I saw the clip, and I was like, okay, this is why. So, basically, he said something along the lines of um, the thing that put his girlfriend or fiance, whoever she is to him, over the, over the line, and, and, and that he liked her or whatever, was her body count. Like, her having a low body count. And I was like... Okay, so because I don't know young man, I just, I couldn't watch that, that, that podcast. It was an hour, like an hour and a half long. Um, it's a male, obviously a male-led podcast. They're talking about rap and shit, which is just not my thing. They're also like, as I'm skimming through it there, first of all, it's two hosts and then Lil Dirk sitting there. There's a pile of money on a table and then a room full of niggas. It's cloudy. You could tell they were smoking. And it's just a room full of niggas standing around, which was weird that it was a room full of niggas standing around and they weren't even on the podcast. I don't know. It was it was just a weird thing. And I don't know if that's how they do their podcast. It was the Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast. I don't watch it. I'm not familiar with it. So I really don't know the format of their podcast. But it was like a bunch of niggas just standing around in a room. And I was like, what's happening here? Okay, this is different. I've never seen this type of vibe before, but that was what they were doing. Um, and then I, I, I was, I watched maybe of like two minutes at the beginning, and then I was like, okay, I gotta skim through this. I need to just kind of skim through and see just what they're talking about and the gist and the flow or whatever of the things. And the more I got through it, the more you know, I wanted to argue this body count thing, which I will vocalize my stance in a minute. But I gotta get through this little dark part. I wanted to vocalize, I, I, I wanted to kind of skim through it and kind of just get to like where we're going with this, skim through it, right? And the more I listened to it, the more I was like, anybody with a good amount of sense and a good amount of sex positivity doesn't even need to, 
doesn't even need what to hear what I have to say. When you realize someone's mindset, things just start to make a lot of sense. As I'm skimming through this podcast, right? There were just certain things that were said and certain things that happened that made me say, of course this nigga thinks this way. Of course he thinks this way. Duh. Duh. Right? So one of the first things that, that I heard him say that made me say, what the hell? This is what we're dealing with. He said, um, talking about something and coming up in his career. And he said, I was scared to tell my niggas I was broke. I wanted them to feel like I was rich. You were scared to tell your friends that you were broke. Okay, that's all right. Why are you scared to tell your friends that you broke? Your friends, your friends. Mind you, in this black rap culture, right? Niggas got this idea that when they get on, they have to put every nigga on, right? Every nigga don't need to be a part of your team. We that 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 flaunting don't you ah, ah, don't you jump up there don't you jump up there that idea that once you get on you got to put everybody on is crazy it is crazy that is stressful that is anxiety inducing some people need to put themselves on and I'm not saying that you abandon your friends when you make it that's not what I'm saying at all because I believe in sharing the wealth and all that stuff but you are not obligated to put every nigga on once you get on you do not have to do that and, I, and, and this idea that men have to flex and flaunt for the men all the time is crazy to me. Y'all be flaunting more. I feel like y'all flaunt and flex more for men than they do for women sometimes. And I just don't understand that. Why do you feel like you have to do that? Like, why? I, it's crazy for me because I, again, don't know this young man's life. I'm just, I'm going to speak from my experience. But I bet you, stop it. I bet you he wasn't trying to hide the fact that he was broke from, you know, some, some niggas will try to hide the fact that they broke from women when they're trying to get women. But when they with women, they ain't going to try to hide the fact that they broke. They're going to be like, oh, I can't do it. I can't take it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you flaunting for your niggas because you don't want them to know you broke. Okay. Something else that really stood out for me with this, um, with this situation was the fact that we have a man that has seven children. With six baby mothers talking about someone's body count. Sir, there's a bigger conversation to be had at hand. There's a much larger conversation to be had at hand. You have at, at a minimum, at a minimum, fucked six bitches raw. At a minimum. Now, again, not sex shaming. But who are you to, I don't want to say who are you, the fact that you feel the need to, that's better wording, the fact that you feel the need to put someone on a pedestal because of their body count, and that's the thing that takes this person over the top, you got six kids, seven kids, seven kids with six baby mamas. The math not mathing. The math is not mathing for me personally. It's just, it's crazy to me. And why is that a quality that puts somebody ahead? I don't know. I don't know. I'll give, I'll give my, my full stance on the end. But then, 
before he actually even gets into what the the the, the saying it all, he started with me. I'm not gonna lie, I'm petty as hell. See, that's you already after you said that there was nothing else that you needed to say. Me, I'm not gonna lie, I'm petty as hell. I wake up in the middle of the night and get mad at shit from four years ago. What? Go to <laughs> go to therapy, young man. Go to therapy. You can pay $75 per session and do like an online therapy session. You don't have to feel that way, baby. You can get over that. In this episode, you know, they talk about a lot of stuff, but I know at one point they did start talking about um, things that, I, that were clear signs that I was like, niggas need therapy. They were talking about how men, issues between men sometimes get blown out of hand because men don't know how to communicate. There are books for that. There are online courses for that. There are YouTube videos for that. There are now color wheel charts for that that teach you, that, that put vocabulary, that put words to the emotions that you're feeling. I think because sometimes we get stuck in like happy and sad and those are the two emotions. And then there's a couple little other ones that we can branch off from happy and sad. But there is an array. There is an array of emotions that we can feel, that we do feel, and we don't know how to express them. So let's start there in learning how to express what we are feeling. And then maybe we can get somewhere. Let's get used to, ready? Let's get used to talking about our feelings. Mm -hmm. Let us get used to talking about our feelings and putting vocabulary to those feelings. And then maybe we can communicate them to other people. But a good way to start doing that, a really good practice, ready, ready, ready? Therapy. Therapy is a great practice of of communicating your feelings. Therapy is a great opportunity to get somebody who went to school and specializes in helping you get to the base of what it is that you are feeling and what it is that you are thinking. Because a lot of the times, the thing that we think is the problem is not actually the problem. It's usually something way deeper than that. Sometimes it's not, but a lot of times, from experience, it is usually something way deep, more deeply rooted. Okay? So... Let's let's get some therapy in our lives. Not even just men, not even just black men. Everybody need it, but black people in general. I see raising in the corner. Black people in general, we need it. Trauma has been so deeply rooted in our culture and in our existence, it doesn't even make sense. The more you look into it and the more that you research it, it's really really sad. Trauma gets passed down from our moms and our dads and our grandparents and their experiences. It gets passed down in our culture. It gets passed down in our habits. It gets passed down in our food. It gets passed down in the way we celebrate holidays. It gets passed down in the way we talk to our children. Trauma is, is, is not just little experiences. It's, it's a cultural thing, especially for black people. And especially for black people in America, we all need therapy. We really do. And therapy is an investment that we need to invest in for fucking real. Go to therapy. If you are listening to this and you have seen everybody talking about therapy and communication and expressing their emotions and you have not seen a therapist, please go to a therapist. Please hire a therapist. Use your HSA, your FSA. If you got to pay out of pocket, that sucks, but there are some low cost options. Go to therapy. Look into your insurance and see what you can do. Please. 
Please, we will not elevate as a society. We will not elevate as a people. We will continue to pass trauma down. We will continue to say and do harmful things to the other people that look like us and live like us. We are so harmful to, to our own people, black people. We are so harmful to our own people in a lot of the things that we do, in a lot of the selfishness that we have, and a lot of our desire not to spend money in our own communities and the way that we talk to and raise our children get help and then do better okay now my thoughts on the body count thing since the conversation has come up for the seven thousandth time seven thousandth time it just it just seems to keep coming up what does it matter what does it matter personally this is just me men women whatever i like somebody that has had a lot of sex because <laughs> I want you to teach me something. I want for my sexual experiences to be, I want something new to happen. When I first got introduced to BDSM, um, I was telling somebody this recently. When I first got introduced to BDSM, the person that introduced me to it, I didn't even know what we were doing. I just knew that every time I went to this man's house, we did something, we did something weird and I'm using air quotes for the people who are not watching on YouTube. Because if you're not watching on YouTube, you definitely should be watching on YouTube. Look up The Fun Sexual Podcast on YouTube. And you can find me and not just listen to me, but you can watch me. Um, but um, when I first started, when I first got into BDSM, um, I was a sophomore in college. So 18, 19. And I just knew that every time I went to this young man's house, that we did something weird. And I liked it. And that weird might have been... Um, electrocuting my nipple rings with a nine volt battery. That weird might have been him making me strip down in front of a mirror and like doing full body inspections. That weird might have been like orgasm denial and control and shit like that, which I, I didn't, at that time, I didn't know how to put words to that stuff. I just know that that was what was happening and I really enjoyed it. It was fun and it was sexy and it was different than everything that I had ever done sexually. So I, I called it weird, which is not the word that I would use today, obviously, because I didn't have the vocabulary back then. But um, yeah, I, I forgot why I was saying that. Oh, I was, <laughs> I'm sorry. I was saying that to say that um, I like to explore. I'm very sexually adventurous. I like to try different things. And so I like partners who have had lots of sexual experiences because then they can come to me and teach me something. I get excited by new things. I get excited by new experiences and new opportunities because not only am I excited to try it for the first time, I'm excited to then learn it and share it with somebody else. I think that that's, you know, I think that that's really fun is getting, having a new experience, but I also enjoy giving someone else a new experience. So I prefer that my partners are open and more sexually explorative because, you know, had I been only been with, you know, a handful of people and they were not, you know, necessarily kinksters or adventurous, I, I just feel like sex would be so boring. A lot of people are having boring sex. Y'all realize that, right? Y'all realize that some, there's a lot of people that are having boring sex. There are a lot of people that look at some of the sexiest, kinkiest shit and just straight up judge it. And they have never tried it. They have never, 
They have never, you know, looked into it. They've never done any bit of research. They see it or hear about it and they're immediately like, no, I would never. Yeah. Yeah. I just try some different shit. Like, do, do something different. Try something different. Learn something different. Be with somebody who knows something different so that you can have an opportunity to teach it somebody, to somebody. You know? I don't know. I prefer, I, I prefer my partners to, to be... I want you to have had a decent amount of sex because I just I need you to be well-versed in this shit. Okay? Because that's when we can actually have a lot. A lot more fun. A lot more fun. And... I really don't ever want to have this body count conversation. And, and, you know, as I just said that just now, I feel like I've said this before. I feel like I probably last year, a year ago, said the same thing. I'm so, I'm just really, y'all, I'm so tired. How are y'all not tired of having this conversation? How are y'all not tired of having this conversation? This conversation keeps coming up. And then conversations about... um first who pays for the first day and shit like that like y'all not tired of having these conversations y'all not tired like and, and and to me when i experience these conversations instead of looking at them on a very surface level i go a little bit mentally i just go a little bit deeper and it always turns into like this man versus women's thing like are we are we not tired of having this man versus women's conversations and arguments and discussions at what point do we say We've talked about this 29 times in the last two years. At what point do we say, fuck it? Maybe we'll, we won't ever come to a conclusion, and that's okay. You know? Maybe there is no right or wrong, and that's okay. I'm tired of having a fucking conversation because it always ends up in a man versus women's thing. It always ends up into this sex and slut shamey thing. And even the women. There's a girl who was talking about this and talking about how stupid it is. And she was like, but I only got 30 bodies or something like that. Like, see, now you just went, you just went straight into like pick me mode. You went straight into the, you went straight into the pick me of the conversation. And I'm not saying that as a woman, I'm not saying that agreeing with men makes you a pick me, but it's when you do the agreeing with men to elevate yourself, that is when it becomes pick me. And that shit is not fucking cute. Because when you become pick me, you lose you lose the fact that you are the prize and you've made them the prize. Just saying. Anyway, um, and and I wholeheartedly do believe that, despite what some people may believe, um, I do believe that women women are the prize. I do believe that. Oh, I could get into it. This book got me in my in my feels. I can go I can go really into it. Women are the prize. Men are should be providers. That is, that is the, the balance of nature. The men should be the providers in a, in a heteronormative, um, you know, relationship or in a, uh, the masculine energy should be the providing energy because that's what masculine energy, when you look at the charts, feminine versus masculine, providing is one of the things that is feminine, is, is sorry, providing is something that is masculine. Receiving is feminine, but I digress. Maybe I'll bring somebody on to talk about that a little bit deeper because I can't go too deep into it because it's something that I'm just starting to really, really look into. But there are people that like really can have those conversations and I can't. Anyway, um, that conversation though comes up a lot. Um, what other conversations come up a lot? I've been seeing this, if you got a good pussy, you ain't got a suck dick conversation a little bit. That shit don't make sense to me. Like, 
what the... I don't know. I really, I don't know what's happening in the world right now. I, I, I don't know if the pickings are so fucking slim that people are looking for anything to like elevate themselves or what it is that's happening right now, but it needs to stop because it's fucking annoying. It is fucking annoying. And the fact that people are using this body count thing, like I'm sorry that you are afraid to have the sex that you might want to have because you are scared to add a notch to your belt. And I'm speaking as somebody who used to feel that same way. I used to feel that same way as a little youngin, fucking for the first times. I used to feel that same way. You know, you can only have sex with, oh my God, I had sex with five people. Oh God, I'm such a hoe. Like I felt like, I felt like I was, I felt like I was just the worst thing walking. I was the first person in my friend group to lose my virginity, lose my virginity, again, air quotes. Um, and, you know, now I had sex with five people and it was like, oh, whatever. I got over that shit very quickly. And what got me over that shit, I really sat back and thought about it one day. There were two things that helped me get over it. There was a movie and I think it was Cameron Diaz. And I think it was called like The Number or The Count or some shit like that. And they said like the average woman has sex with 18 people in her life. And at that time, I realized that I was more than likely going to have sex with more than 18 people in my life. And it was like I was in distress. I was like, oh, God. Then what happens at 19? What happens at 19? I don't know. You know? Um, and then I was like, nothing happens at 19 because it doesn't fucking matter. Um, but then I also was like, what, what, does it, what does it matter? Like, am I a bad person if I have sex with a lot of people? Am I going to not be able to find a job now? Am I not going to be able... Am I, am I now less attractive? Um, am I now less smart? Have I lost money? Like, what, what aspect of my life did it impact negatively? Literally not one. The only impact negatively that it could potentially have is someone's opinion on me. And if that is the reason that you have a negative opinion on me because of the number of people that I've had sex with, then fuck you. And you are not somebody that needed to be in my space anyway. And you don't even deserve to share my space. If that is the thing that takes you over the top for you know liking me or not liking me or fucking with me or not fucking with me, you can fuck off. And I really will not miss you. That's really what it comes down to. That is really what it comes down to when it comes to body count. Like I don't, I don't think I've ever asked a man their body count because I think it's kind of weird if you're counting. I don't know. I think it's kind of weird if you're counting, especially once you get up in them numbers. Are you keeping a paper log? Do you have a note in your phone with everybody? Like how does that? How does that happen? Like I just don't. It's just it's it's. Is it a number that you just have in the back of your mind? And so you know, like, when you have sex with somebody else to, like, just add one to that number. Like, how does that, how does that happen? Like, I guess I, I want to ask, them, like, are people keeping paper logs, like a literal log of the people that they're having sex with? That's weird. That's weird. Are you tracking how many times you have eaten ice cream? Are you tracking how many, I don't know, pairs of shoes you have? Are you tracking... Um, how many flights you've been on in your life. Once you've been on fucking five airplanes, what the fuck are you still counting for? Like, it's just, I, it's weird. It's weird. It's strange. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not tracking how many people I've come in contact with the name Ashley. Like, it's it's one of those things that's like, why would you count that? It's literally doesn't matter. 
to me. Like, it literally just doesn't matter. Like, why would you count that? How how does knowing 32 Joshes affect your life? Like, how did your life change because of that? I don't know. That's how I think about it. Irrelevant. Um, so it would be really great if we could stop having this conversation. I'm so tired of it. I'm so tired of it. And I'm tired of it more for the younger people. Because y'all hear dogs. I hear a lot of dogs in the hallway. Younger people. Super impressionable minds. I just want... And I'm thinking, I'm particularly when I'm when I say young people, I think about like my little cousins' generation. I have twin cousins that are 18 now, 19, 18, 18, I believe. And I think about them and the fact that they are coming into young womanhood and dating and sex and all that kind of stuff. And I don't want them to go through the bouts of like depression. And judgment that I went through when I was in when I was in high school. I can remember in high school going through these moments of super like self-judgment and, and not being able to accept myself. And I know that if I could have had the same mindset that I have now back then, I could be so much further along in my journey. And I'm not mad at where I am at all. I'm, everything happens exactly the way it's meant to. But in my self-love journey, I could have been way further along if I didn't have these ideas that I have to do things or can't do things because of other people's opinions of me. Instead of realizing that what I think of myself and how I feel about myself and how I move about you know, navigating life with the right mentality is what actually matters. That is what I want people to understand. What other people think doesn't matter. And that number... It's only something that other people will use, will attempt to use to uh, invalidate parts of you. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay? So that's my thought on the body count thing. I'm really not going to entertain it. As I see it on social media, like I'll, you know, sometimes I'll read it, but I just have to keep it, keep it moving because I just, I don't feel like there's a need to have that conversation, especially not when a man with seven kids and six baby mamas is bringing it up as a topic of conversation that's really fucking wild um so this week for the playlist and if you don't know what the playlist on look it up on spotify the playlist is songs to play to every week i add a song or two to the playlist and now we are we got at least like a 30 35 minute 40 minute playlist get you get your thing popping or say okay and i sent it to one of my friends actually he was like this is actually a really good playlist i said nigga i know I know. So, this week we are adding um, a song called If You Let Me by Sinead Harnett. Um, I believe, I hope I'm saying that name right. Sinead Harnett. Um, Harnett, um, If You Let Me. Really good song. I've heard it at a couple different events and stuff. And I was like, yo, this song is kind of fire. This song is very sexy. Um, and y'all should definitely check it out. And subscribe to um, the Fun Sexual playlist on Spotify. It's in my link in bio on Instagram. Check it out, okay? Now, I am getting ready to close this out. I said what I need to say. And I want to get back to living my best Mexican life and making myself something to eat soon because a nigga is hungry. Okay? So, we're going to close out with an affirmation like we always do. And this week's affirmation is, I take every opportunity as a learning opportunity. I take every opportunity and experience, as I should have said, and experience as a learning opportunity. There is a lesson 
in everything. Good things, there's a lesson. Bad things, there's a lesson. We are going to repeat every situation. We're going to find ourselves in similar situations over and over again until we learn the lesson that there is to be learned in that situation. Take every opportunity, good, bad, take every experience as an opportunity to learn because we are constantly going to be students of life. None of us have it figured the fuck out. We don't. As much as it might look like some people do, we don't. Some people might be just a little bit further ahead, but we're all still on a on an ever-going, ever-continuing journey. Take every opportunity. Take every lesson. Take every experience as, as a chance to learn something. And if you think you didn't learn something, sit back and, and say, what can I take away from this? Okay? So, with that being said, I love y'all so much. Your happiness matters. Your experience matters. You have autonomy over your body and over your experiences. You do not have to allow people who are not giving you life. You do not have to allow people that are not teaching you lessons. You do not have to allow people that are judging you or telling you that you are anything less than amazing into your space and into your circles. You are in control of your experiences. You are in control of your body. Um, you are in control of your feelings and of your emotions. People cannot pull things out of you unless you allow them and give them the power to. So, I'm going to leave it at that. I love you guys so much. And I hope y'all have an amazing, amazing, amazing week. And I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.